Hey guys, welcome to Baby Mama Guru, the podcast. I'm your host, Monique. Uh, Guys, if you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, please rate, and please leave me a review. Pretty please with the cherry on top. Um, Today, I'm going to start a very, very long story about how my second son came about. Um, And y'all are going to have to keep up because this story is... It's crazy, it's sad, it's probably triggering, and it's going to be a plot twist that you cannot even imagine. And I'm going to do this, um, uh, I'm going to talk about how he came about in different, you know, different episodes, because it's a, it's a very long, long drawn out story. Um, yeah, so, and whatever you think, and probably as you're listening to me, the end result is not going to be... Um, you know, whatever you're thinking, basically. So just stay tuned for that. And where am I going to start? Um, I'm 22. Life is great. Uh, Dylan is six at this time. Um, and I'm working. I was working at HEB. Um, this isn't really like the paychecks and sugar daddy's part, but I'm just going to tell you the job. I was working at HEB. I was also still at the bookstore, but... HEB is important because, um, yeah, so just stay tuned. <laughs> One of the, uh, my coworkers at HEB, like there I was a cashier. So every time I was the cashier, uh, this guy, he ended up being the bagger and, and we're going to call him Randall. I'm not sure if y'all have ever seen, um, if loving you is wrong on uh, it's a Tyler Perry show. I know it's on Hulu for sure. And when I was watching it, I'm like, Randall reminds me of somebody. And it's this guy, like, Randall reminds me of him. Randall is, ugh. Like, if you know what I'm talking about, you will definitely, <laughs> you you get it. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, the guy, Randall, <laughs> we would always, like, be on the same register, as it seemed like. Um, at first, I thought it was a coincidence, but I had later found out that he would make that happen. He would always ask, like, hey, can I go and bag for Monique or whatever? And, you know, so it's like, OK. Um, and so we would also like we would have breaks together sometimes. Like it would just be situations for us to kind of have to communicate almost. And this guy, Randall, I wasn't attracted to him you know, like looks wise, his personality was definitely like, uh, I wasn't into that either. His personality was really like, he was like a know-it-all, like the way he was talking and he was kind of boring. So it was just like, ugh. and, uh, as far as the way he dressed, I mean, at work, he, we, you know, it ain't just work. Cause like what you not wearing nothing special, you wearing a uniform. So that was that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really interested. Um, So we had like a million conversations because we would literally always work together. It was like me and him worked so much, which is weird. Well, it's not weird, but yeah, we always worked together. And um, he just had the gift of gab. Like the nigga will talk your ear off if he is given any opportunity so, um, you know, I would listen to him or whatever. 
basically getting to know because he would tell all about himself. Um, and he was a cancer and ugh, like, <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, he was emotional. Like he was all the things that they say of a cancer man. And yeah, so in the beginning, like I said, I wasn't really attracted to him. We just happened to always be together. And it just, I guess we kind of like built a friendship or whatever you want to call it. Well, not really, because he was interested in me. Um, Also, what I had later learned. So this was all like a plot to him. Um, And another thing was like whenever like I didn't like I didn't want to work or I had to um, maybe my son had like some school event or something like that. He would like work my shift for me because he always needed to work even when I went this is gonna sound so (laughs) hypocritical so hypocritical um when I get to like the kind of end part um but yeah he even worked for me when I had went on the that little family vacation um it was like spring break time so you know he was just like oh not probably had like two days on there he was just like oh I'll um just work it for you whatever of course he didn't know what I was doing or where I was going, but it didn't matter. He was my man. So yeah, he had, uh, worked for me that time. I told that story on two L's back to back. If you want to reference it. Um, so what happened? Where am I? Uh, the more we talked, like I noticed like his drive, like he had like a drive, like he was determined, you know, like he knew what he wanted to do and he was going to make it happen because he worked at uh H-E-B and then like in the morning he was in school. So I was like, OK, and it was a technical school. So, you know, those um, schools, they only be for like a year and a few months. They're not really that long. So he was doing that or whatever. He was going to be a welder. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, he had his own place, his own car, like, you know, uh, kind of seemed to like have everything together. Cool. Um, one day, so when this is probably like, okay, of course, well, this story I'm about to tell is February because it's Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day I had worked, um, back then and he was again bagging for me. And I remember him asking me if I had any plans that night, because I guess this is him trying to see like if I was in a relationship or what, you know, like, or what was going on. And I didn't have any plans. Well, the only plans I had was like when I got off, I think I had probably got off at like three or four that day. I had plans to get um, a wax. That was it. I was going to be a European wax center. And I was just like, wow, on Valentine's Day, I'm really in European wax center getting a wax for myself, you know? Um, Yeah, so that happened. Uh, Next day, uh, we will still be talking next day still talking uh we was always working together i i end up uh closing a lot when i first started working there so we will both be working to like midnight because you know that's when h-e-b closes if you're in houston you know h what h-e-b is it's a grocery store and so um yeah and you know like i said i was also working at the bookstore so in the morning i'll be at the bookstore and the evening i'm at h-e-b and then, uh, yeah, and you know, niggas always respect my hustle. They be like, oh, okay, you own it. 
so yeah so that happened and long story short I began to look past like I guess his looks or whatever and I'm just like okay you know this he is determined he he you know he was nice so I was just like okay he because he wasn't that interesting because he was really boring and I'm not even joking and um and it's like I always heard like opposites attract so I'm like is this my opposite like is this you know what it's supposed to be because like we did not have the same taste in music we did not like the same shows I wasn't into sports um you know we just had nothing to talk about like and my personality is very strong. And then his personality was that very, like, know-it-all. And it was just, like, it, it's just weird. And I don't even know how um, we even talked for so long. But it was just very, very weird. And maybe <laughs> maybe as the story goes on, you'll understand why I even, you know, talked to him for so long, I guess. And... And it was just an experience to really, like, I guess just get to know somebody from, like, that's just really different from me. Like, I and I don't think I've ever um, done that before. Because anybody that I've dealt with, we had something in common. And this was a situation where we had nothing in common. We was probably just, like, the same age. That's it. Nothing else in common. You know, and we worked a lot. Um. Oh, well, also he had told me that he had a daughter and I guess I had a son so we had children you know that but yeah and that's even a whole nother story um but yeah so what happened and also I keep saying also I'm so sorry this guy um after kind of getting to know him for a little bit I had realized that he had like added me on Facebook well, he didn't add me on Facebook. He would just like, basically, he would screenshot my Facebook pictures. He was kind of obsessed. And he would be on my Snapchat. Because <clears throat> I remember one day he's asking me like about a party that I went to. He was like, oh, you looked good that night or something. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I had saw on your Snapchat that you had wore this black dress and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. <sighs> That's normal. But whatever. So that happened. And, yeah, so uh, I would always talk about my son. Not always, but, you know, it was known that I had a son. He would talk about his daughter, and she was, like, on his background on his phone or whatever. And uh, one day I'm talking, and I'm like, oh, I need to make some lasagna tonight. My son loves lasagna so much. And then one thing about Dylan, he going to eat some Italian food, like, if it's lasagna, if it's a spaghetti, anything with some red sauce, he's going to eat it. And, um, yeah, I'm like, he loves lasagna. And so, uh, Randall is like, he loves lasagna. Me too. Like, I'm like Garfield. And I don't know if y'all know, but I guess, I think Garfield loves lasagna too. Garfield, the orange cat. Yeah. So Garfield loves lasagna. He's like, yeah, I'm like Garfield. I love lasagna. And so I was just like, okay. And then uh, one day he was telling me, he was like, you know, I can't cook or whatever. And I really want some lasagna. Can you teach me how to make it? And so I was like, oh, sure, whatever. You know, it was like, that's fine. Um, 
yeah so we set up the day or whatever and we go to the grocery store and we get the things like that we need to make the lasagna and so we go to this place we cook we watch some show i think some award show was on uh and we talked like we had talked about a lot of stuff like i said he loves to talk so we was kind of really like getting to know each other even more i guess i kind of probably share like more about myself because usually he would do all the talking um at this point it's like okay we're kind of talking a little bit more and and i always see him at work because we always work together so it was like real playful or whatever um and like on days we didn't work together like if i cooked or something i would like wrap him up some food like that and i was just like you know being nice because this was definitely a situation where the guy liked the woman more than she liked him. It was one of those situations. And you're going to learn from this story. It's like dealing with him. I definitely allowed myself, like allow myself to be loved, like loved. Cause this man, he loved me down. Like <laughs> he really loved me. And so I really allowed, I allowed that even though I wasn't, I wasn't um, really into it. Like I wasn't, you know, infatuated or, you know, every time I saw him, you know, my vagina didn't throb, you know, it didn't pulsate. Like, y'all know the heartbeating of, you know, that didn't happen. But I guess that's the way, like butterflies. But, you know, it still was like, it was tolerable, I guess. Um, Yeah, so yeah that's that's what that was so I would be nice though you know I wasn't rude or anything you know I was nice I was respectful and um one time I cannot remember where he's from like it's like a small city it's kind of like a little small hood little town um and it's maybe like an hour and a few it's not far from Houston but that's where he's from and uh I remember one day he was telling me that he was gonna go there to like hang out with his family or something or drink and I'm just like don't you have school in the morning he's like yeah but you know it'll be quick you know I'll just go and then come back and then I'm like don't you work tomorrow too and he's like yeah but you know it's fine uh and he also worked the same day he had ended up taking off work to go because I'm at work and they're like, oh, Randall's not coming in. And I'm just like, why? Like, what? That makes no sense. And and because I knew, like, his situation, you know, we talked about stuff. So it's like, why are you missing out on money to go and drink? That makes no sense. And I, I had only said uh, in the beginning that that was sound a bit hypocritical because I did um, take off of work to go on a vacation. But I guess that's different because I wasn't hurting for nothing, like you know it was like whatever so maybe that's not hypocritical but for me to hear somebody complain about money or complain about anything and then you are deliberately like missing work when you could have been there like making money but instead you're drinking somewhere doesn't make sense it doesn't add up to me and if y'all haven't learned anything about me even with the guy um from the last story uh a man who could run around the park that were come a man just a man complaining about anything it it bothers me like especially when it's a sense of providing because this is this is your job this is what you were put on the earth to do and so i'm like 
okay, makes no sense. I don't understand why you're going out there. But I didn't tell him that because it's not my place. I'm not his woman. You know, do you make those bad decisions on your own? So uh, he ends up texting me and he's just like, uh, I lock my, I'll OMG. I can't believe this happened. I locked my keys in the car and it's late. It was probably like nine o'clock. And he's like, I don't know what to do or something. And I'm just like, okay. And he's just like, yeah, I was drinking. And yeah, I've told my people about this drink. I had put them on because, uh, I don't know, around this time, that's when that Ciroc Apple had came out. I don't know if y'all know, but who, when that Ciroc Apple came out, it was like, I think they had crack in it or something. I don't really remember. Um, or cocaine was in it or something. That's what people would say. But that used to be my drink. And I had put him on it. I don't know. We had went out somewhere or something. I was telling him like, yeah, get this with this, mix this, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so he's so excited. Like, yeah, I tell my people about this. And yeah, I was drinking too much. I wasn't expecting it. My keys in my car. And I'm going to miss school. And I won't be able to. I'm going to have to call in again tomorrow. And literally, I was annoyed. It's like, as soon as I heard those words, like, I got to miss work again. I just, whew, you know, my vagina just dries up. It's like, ugh, like, what are you talking about? Because you shouldn't have went because this is res- irresponsible. I just cannot, irresponsible man, I just don't, I don't understand it. And it's not for me to understand and I don't even try. So, of course, I started talking to him less and less. He would be hitting me up. I wouldn't respond. I would post something like on my, uh, my, I'm going to say Instagram story, on my Snapchat. And he'll be like, are you talking about me? Is this about me? I'm like, dude, no. Like, no, it's not about you. And, um, yeah. And so... Oh my goodness. I would just be so frustrated with him. Um, but guys, I'm going to stop that story right there and I'm going to pick it back up on my next solo episode. So stay tuned for that. Also, a little disclaimer on my, um, paychecks versus sugar daddy segment today. I apologize because I had to, um, use the same clip from the last episode that was titled what is a baby mama this episode I had to delete it because the girl that I had on it uh she was having some issues with like her ex and her boyfriend or whatever they wasn't comfortable with her sharing her personal business um so you know I'm very uh, I'm very annoyed with that um so yeah I apologize I have to put the same little clip the story was too good for for me not to have it for the world to hear so even though I did delete the episode, um, her parts, I definitely will be using the same clip. Sorry. Okay, y'all. So this segment is paychecks versus sugar daddies. And this is where I compare and contrast a job I had uh, to a man I was talking to. <clears throat> and for this one, this is that same job um, that I have not named yet. <laughs> Yeah, I will name it eventually because y'all going to be trying to do calculations and stuff like that. So um, we're going to compare that job, the unnamed job, to Jonathan. Um, That's his name. That's the guy's, not his real name, but of course, you know, that's going to be his name for this episode. So um, let me tell y'all how I met Jonathan. And this is so funny because um, I really feel like niggas love 
toxicity. And um, because uh, somebody, a guy, he had posted on Instagram, Casfax, uh, Casfax. Uh, I don't know. I love his page though. He had posted on Instagram and it was just like, um, ladies share a story where you went out with one guy and left with another. And I had shared this story. And so niggas was blowing up my DMs, like blowing me up. And I'm just like, you niggas love toxicity because honestly, in this story, I was a bad person. So let me tell y'all, um, I had... I was bringing my son to school one morning, <clears throat> Dylan. I was bringing him to school one morning, and uh, this this man, he I would see him all the time. He would be bringing his kids, his son to school too. And he this day he was just like, "Hey, can I take you out later tonight or something? Or can I have your number? I don't know." So we had exchanged numbers. Well, I gave him my number, and then um, what happened? We exchanged numbers, and then. You know, maybe he hit me up later and it was just like, you free tonight or something. And I think this was, was this a Thursday? I don't know. Maybe it was a Thursday because it was a school day. So, but I just so happened to be off my job. Um, Yeah. So he was just like, okay, cool. We could do this or whatever. Uh, Do you want to go out somewhere? Like, do you know any places? And this was, I remember it was a Thursday. And because I don't know if y'all know, but if you're from Houston, you know, Diablo Loco, um, well, it was like nigga Thursdays. Like every Thursdays, it was pla- it was packed. I would say packed. It was packed with black people. Um, it was just so, like that was a spot every Thursday. I want to say what year was this maybe? I don't know the year. I can't remember. But it would always be packed every Thursday. Diablo Loco was a spot. And so, um, and usually I would go with my girlfriends or whatever. But I had went with... I went there with him, you know, and I didn't know, notice at the time when he had first, um, introduced himself to me, I'm still not talking about Jonathan yet. This is the guy who met me at my son's school. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still not talking about Jonathan. So he, uh, I didn't notice this yet, but he stuttered like, you know, he was talking and everything was a stutter. I'm not going to mimic him at all. But like I said, again, I didn't really notice it. And like I, you know, made clear I'm not shallow or whatever. So he stuttered and it was kind of like a little weird, but it was like, whatever, I'm already here. And he like, (laughs) this man, he's like, oh, let's take some pictures. Y'all, I'm taking pictures with this man and all of this stuff. Um, He had like a little section uh, there or whatever. I, don't, I wouldn't really call it a section, but he had like an area because him, some of his homeboys was like coming. Um, so it was just, you know, closed off for him and his people or whatever. And I was like, okay, um, we taking pictures. And then eventually at some point as the night goes on, he like sent me to the bar by myself. Why would you do that? Um, he sends me to the bar uh, by myself. And it's just so funny right now. I just had a flashback of me going to Diablo Loco with somebody else. And I have to put his name on the list to discuss him on one of these episodes. But anyway, so back to the story. He sends me to the bar by myself. And so I'm standing at the bar. It's like, y'all, and let me tell y'all, this a little. This was a little live what I did. Um, So I was ordering a drink. 
uh like he had gave me some money he was like oh you can go just get to bar by myself so i go to the bar <laughs> and this dude was at the bar and he was like um we was just talking because you know when you're waiting at the bar you literally waiting like you're waiting for a long time so we talking chit-chatting or whatever just like he like really like you here by yourself ask me all this stuff i'm like no i'm with dude over there he's like he really sent you over here by yourself i'm like yes so we talking and he was just like uh he was like first shot on you uh second two on me and so i was like what you want and he was like whatever you drinking so i bought me and a dude at the bar jonathan at this point this is jonathan i bought me and jonathan um a shot we take the shot he said what you want and maybe this was hennessy i was just like hennessy two shots of hennessy we took this all this time i'm still at the bar um homeboy that stuttered wasn't even looking he wasn't even checking for me so i'm still at the bar we get the two shots of hennessy um yeah so now at this point the nigga like okay like he knew i was just like you know cool or whatever because i mean who just goes to a bar and buy a nigga a shot definitely i don't do that but it was cool you know whatever and then <clears throat> you know definitely it it led to something so uh yeah and he was also there with his homeboys and so at this point he was just like um or maybe i asked him I was just like, what are you doing? Like after you leave here or something? Or I asked him for his number, one or the other. And he was just like, ain't you here with old dude? And I was just like, do you see him next to me? And he was just like, okay, I see what kind of time you want. <clears throat> so I was just like, we can leave if you want to leave. Uh, and then he was just like, all right, you for real? And I'm like, yeah, I'm for real. He was like, okay. <laughs> so, um... I go to, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I go to the guy that stuttered and I was like, hey, I'm about to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm going to be over here with my homeboys or whatever. <sighs> uh, and while I'm talking to him, Jonathan is already like walking out the door. Like he go getting through the people to go outside of the um, club or whatever. And I was just like, I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to the bathroom. And of course, if you know Diablo Loco, you know, the bathroom is right at the entrance of the door. Like as soon as you enter the little, whatever it's called, bar, club, whatever you, um, the bathroom's right up there. So I was like, you know, I'm about to go. And we was all the way at the back. Now, if you know Diablo Loco, it's an outside and then it's a, another part. And then it's a part where the food at, you know, and then, uh, yeah, so you know, you got to go through a whole lot of stuff just to get out. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll be right back or whatever. <laughs> Y'all, I must have walked out. Uh, Jonathan was waiting like at the front part close up where the bathrooms was. He must have reached out for my hand, held my hand. We walked out of there. And then you also know if you know Diablo Loco, it's uh, like by Dave and Buster. So we crossed the street, me and uh, Jonathan, we running across the street like on some real just like dang like I really just did that and he was just like you really just did that like you really left that nigga up in there and I was just like yeah I did like what's up like I'm talking to you now like you know what's up and he was just like wow nigga was amazed honestly I think he fell in love that day he was really amazed um and so but this is a terrible thing to do I would not recommend doing that but obviously the nigga I went there with the dude who stuttered he was not worried about me um 
yeah so we uh leaving and then um <laughs> and also this is kind of dangerous i do not recommend it but i literally yoloed i yolo most of my life um yeah and so we had left and then the dude the dude who stuttered he texted me and he was just like hey everything's all right and i'm like nah uh my best friend just came to get me like i had to go like i have an emergency and he was like, all right, um, just let me know how everything goes. Kid you not, never talk to this man again. I think I probably blocked him after that. And then um, he also, I'm sure he was probably like over it. He probably was like, oh, I know she probably did something. He, I know he just knew that I was a bad person because I still would bring my son to school and <laughs> and I would still see him, but he never, he didn't even give me like a little, a little bitty smile. But which is fine because I didn't want him, no ways. So now me and Jonathan, we have definitely built a relationship. Like uh, we, anytime, like if his friends was doing something and he lived far, I can't say, I can't recall where at the moment. But uh, but it was like an hour away, hour 45 away, 45 minutes or an hour, not an hour 45. And so uh, he will always like, hey, like my friend doing this, like you want to come? Of course. Like, so we would have all these little day nights. We'll be playing card games and uh, Monopoly and all kinds of stuff with his friends. Um, yeah, like we would just have so much fun. Uh, we would... Like, literally, his friends was always having some kind of house party. And nice house parties, like, real cool. Um, I think he taught me how to play pool. Um, yeah, I'm almost positive he did. <sighs> real cool. We used to, like, literally be at these parties, like, like a real couple. But it was never, like, nothing official, you know. It was just, like, we was together, like you know all up on each other all of this stuff it was so cute um I remember this one time I was messaging him messaging texting him and I was like he was like what you doing I was like oh taking my braids out and he literally facetimed me when I said that and he was like ah I didn't think he was gonna answer um because you know some girls don't want you to see him like that but I had a lot of hair so I wasn't tripping and yeah, and we would just really, we would talk all the time. Like, all I would be at work, we texting and talking. I'm trying to think of some more fun times we had. But moral of the story, we had a lot of great times. I definitely felt like he uh, really likes me. But at this point in my life, I was definitely on that. Um, I don't know what was wrong with me. Because also, like I said, this was the job that I was definitely, you know, living my best life. And so, um, yeah, I didn't really give him that much time. Like, I guess I didn't give him enough as he wanted because in one day, and I feel so bad because, you know, um, it's a post going around or it was like post going around where it would be like the dude would text a girl and be like, good morning. And then she would text back like 12 hours later and be like, uh, sorry, I was asleep. What's up or whatever. And I did that to him. Like the last time we talked, the last time we talked, I knew that nigga was sick of me. He, um, what happened? 
he hit me up maybe one day and was just like, hey, how are you or something. And y'all, I promise, I text him back two days later and I was like, hey, my phone was tripping. What's up? And he never, <laughs> he never texts me back, but that's my fault. Uh, and of course, and I'm not going to say the way he met me is how he should have, what he should have thought of me, but definitely um, at that point in my life, I was literally being reckless. Um, and yeah, he definitely should have. And I'm sure that's what he thought in the end. Like, man, I met this girl, uh, like I met her and she left another nigga at the club, but I don't know. We definitely had a good time together. Um, I can't tell you where he at right now, but Jonathan definitely was a great time, a great little point in my life. And we probably talked for like, we didn't talk for long. Maybe it was like a few months. Um, but yeah, and I'm I and I know he will never forget me because who does stuff like that? I'm amazed at myself sometimes. Um, but yeah, you know, I just thought I should tell that story because it was really fresh. It was fresh on my mind. I was thinking about that. Not necessarily thinking about him, but I was definitely thinking about how I did that and how niggas love toxicity, but they really can't deal with it. Like he was probably like so caught up in the hype, like, dang, this girl really left a nigga at the club for me. Instead of seeing as like, wow, if she did that to him, she would do that to me. Like I said, again, that's nothing I'm proud of, but I definitely don't regret doing it because honestly, I'm not about to just be talking to somebody who's like then that bad and he stuttered bad so I'm trying to think about maybe he practiced telling me can I have your number the dude from my son's school he had to practice telling me that because I got no stutter from it you know what I'm saying so I don't know but then every other word it was like stuttering and I was just like okay this is a bit much but fellas don't send your girl to the bar by herself and uh like you need to be right at the bar with her or you should be somewhere they have waitresses that come to the table or the section um but i'm not like that anymore uh <laughs> at least i mean covid's going on i'm not about to just be leaving places with people these days but definitely i hope y'all enjoy that story because i surely did enjoy that time with uh jonathan Okay, so this segment is babysitter versus baby daddy. And y'all know I am choosing my babysitter every time by any cause. Uh, next episode, I do have a guest. In the next, next episode, I do have a guest. And I'm sure, well, we're going to find out who she choose. Because I don't want to say who she'll choose. Because I always say that the girl's going to choose their baby daddies. So we'll see if she chooses her baby daddy. Okay, now we've made it to the advice or where, you know, a listener asks a question. And um, if you want to ask me a question, you can either DM me on Instagram at babymamagurupod or you can email me at askbabymamaguru at gmail.com. So for this one, we have an uh, anonymous question and it is a three-parter. More like it's a lot of questions. The first one says, have you ever let a man spit in your mouth? Yes, I have. Um, it only happened one time, though. Um, next question. 
being 16 and pregnant, did you plan to have more children? And how did you adjust to having a newborn after seven years? Um, no, I did not uh, plan to have more children. Um, I didn't plan to have any children, honestly. That was never like, well, I never just had any real plans, but that definitely children wasn't in them. Um how did I adjust to having a newborn? Honestly, I did not remember anything. I remembered absolutely nothing. So definitely had a um a village to kind of help me with that. Um, yeah, I'm sure if I was to have another kid now, still would be from scratch. Like I do not remember that stuff, but do not recommend. <clears throat> um, last question. Do you ever feel like you were young and inexperienced sexually when you had your baby at 16? I don't think I was inexperienced because um, I did not lose my virginity to my baby daddy. Um, I'll probably talk about that on the Patreon. So I wasn't inexperienced. I definitely, you know, had a little bit of experience. Um but well I didn't give head I had first given head to my baby daddy he definitely um you know we figured that one out together um but yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I was just really inexperienced and plus I used to watch a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been um the next one says were you open and sexually liberated from a young age or do you feel like you've grown to know your body more uh yeah definitely like I was just saying I um I do feel like I was sexually liberated at a young age and you know it's just getting better with time I definitely know my body but these are things I will talk about on Patreon this is not um you know the episode is just more PG-13 these questions are very XXXXX rated. So if you want to join the Patreon, the link is in my bio on Instagram, Baby Mama Guru Pod. I will also put it in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening. Bye.